It was a quiet afternoon on the Via Flaminia. When a wisp of smoke wafted across from the river direction, sheared downwards and dematerialized against the pantile on the roof of the station house, nobody noticed. Rome, the Golden City, went about its business. The vigiles of the first cohort continued their tasks. The yard lay still. Afternoons were dead time. The tribune was off at his own house. Nobody was doing much. The vigiles had been brought into existence to combat fires, but also covered local law and order. Most action occurred at night. Between lunchtime and dinner their duties were minimal, which was how the day shift liked it. Titus, their new emperor, was away in Campania. For the second time now he was visiting the disaster area after Mount Vesuvius erupted the autumn before. Many people had feared the worst when Titus succeeded his father. Despite his charm, Vespasian's son was thought to be ruthless. Yet apparently he had overhauled his personality, renounced vice, promised to execute no more opponents, and even sent away his unpopular lover, Queen Berenice of Judea, after she scampered to Rome hoping to become his empress. Now, every time the wardrobe slaves dressed Titus in his sumptuous robes, he also stepped into a fetching reputation as a benign ruler. After the volcanic catastrophe, his people, desperate for reassurance, were forgiving. Titus encouraged them by spending his own money on relief efforts. At forty, he should have a long reign ahead of him, but Vesuvius would obviously be its major event, so unexpected, so destructive, so very close to Rome. Campania was taking up much of his time. Still, if anything of moment happened back in Rome, his brother Domitian could be roped in as a substitute. That was unlikely. The empire and the city rolled along in the safe hands of officials. Though Titus rarely showed open animosity, most people assumed that he intended to prevent Domitian exercising power. A couple more threads of smoke drifted above the field of Mars. Rome's usual hot blue sky was permanently grey that year, so these cirrus-light wisps were indistinguishable. Again, no one paid any attention. The depressing skies had deposited a fine film of dirt over everything. Throughout the Mediterranean, the temperature cooled. After Vesuvius flung up millions of tons of ash, its plume blocking out sunlight as far away as North Africa and Syria.